This is Fleet. Hi, you guys. How are you? Uh, my name is Rebecca Paugam, and I would love to be axe murdered, but not really. This is a podcast where I review horror movies from psychological thrillers to classic slasher flicks. How are you guys this week? Um, if you aren't aware, uh, this is my second, I'm going on to my second month being out in Florida, second or fifth week being in Florida, whatever. Um, and that being said, it is also, I think, either the second week or third week of the Black Lives Matter um, protests. And I just wanted to, again, housekeeping but not housekeeping, it's very important. I wanted to reiterate that this movement is not over. It is only just the beginning. Last episode, I you know, I was very upset. Everything was, it was hard to record, um, anything, to be honest, because it almost didn't feel right to, but instead of staying silent, I realized that it's not my job to be silent on this matter. It's my job to elevate and, and push black voices where they can be heard and, and use my voice to make a change for black, uh, black people and whatnot. Because I know that as a white passing Hispanic, I have privilege. And so that's sort of uh, still where we are and where these next episodes, you know, will be. Like every beginning of episode, every episode will continue to be pushing this movement further because I'm just going to use my social media platforms, you know, to, to push it forward. And it's just my job as an ally to do that. Um, and that being said, I do have a Google Doc link in my bio at my personal Instagram at Rabbitka with all of these different tools to help if you get arrested, to help with like um, petitions, etc., state laws. Um, it's just helpful information that's very like useful, could definitely to great to be spread around. Oh, sorry, my stutter is acting up horribly today. Um, but that being said, I also have a lot more petitions that need to be signed. There are still things going on. I know social media has kind of returned to its vain, narcissistic ways, and we really can't forget that that was not a trend. It was, it was what was happening. It was the most accurate form of news that we had that was circulating. So just because everybody's kind of stopped posting about it, doesn't mean it's over. It was never a trend. It was, it's fighting for a change in the world. And things are happening because of it. Breonna Taylor's case was just reopened. And thank God, you know, she just turned 27, or she would have just turned 27. And it's, it's so heavy to know that, like, maybe had this not happened, who knows how long this police murdering would have gone you know, gone on. And so we're doing things and it's long overdue. And so that, again, being said, I have more petitions to be signed, like the ban of rubber bu bullets, ban of rubber bullets, 
the ban of use of tear gas, um, donations to Beauty to the Streets. It's a black-owned business. Um, in LA, this woman, she basically brings um, supplies to the homeless people of LA who can't afford anything, and um, she gives them haircuts, showers, food, etc. Makes them feel like they're human rather than treating them like they're like stray animals. And I say that loosely because I know some of you people treat stray animals better than you treat homeless people. So, um, there's also the petition to name the 911 false accusation bill in New York that's trying to be passed the Chris Cooper bill instead of the Amy Cooper bill because Amy Cooper was, it doesn't deserve to be named after her, even though she was the one who was making that false claim. It deserves to be named after Christian Cooper, who was the man who you know, called and got, or not called, but recorded her and outed her for her lies and etc. And there's just, there's a lot of things going on. You, I know you've probably seen the ballet, ballet shoes, um, petitions so that ball- black ballerinas don't have to like, you know, put foundation on their shoes. Rather, they can just buy a pair that's in their shade. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of things circulating. Again, if you're choosing not to see, you are choosing to be a part of the problem staying silent is never going to make anything better. And so, therefore, use your privilege. You know, use it to the best of your ability. Use it any way you can. Use it to make a change and better this world. Um, that being said, <laughs> this week, I wanted to further push that Black Lives Matter um, movement and the protests and all of that. And I thought, hmm... A really great movie to push would do be Get Out. I don't know the music for Get Out. I don't know if there was ever like specific music. Maybe maybe Redbone. Anyway, I want to get right into it because I don't want this episode to be too long, but I do have so much to say because this movie is just, oh god, I saw how loud I just spoke into the mic. I'm so sorry, but this movie is just excellent. It's just black excellence. It's it's amazing. It's, god, it's honestly like a 10 out of 10 type of film, and so let's just get into the spoiler alert right now if you haven't seen this movie but you want to, and without it being spoiled, pause right here, go watch it, and come back, and then see if what I'm saying matches what you're saying. See if our thoughts uh, are linked, (laughs) and or if you are chicken, and you don't like horror movies, but you want to know what everyone's talking about, or be included in the conversation, you can take all that I say, and make it your own. You have my full permission and consent. Run. I love you. Get out. (laughs) Um, okay, so shitty movie plot. I re- this one is like really shitty and it feels weird because it's that shitty, but whatever. Uh, a black man is meeting his white girlfriend's parents for the first time, but later finds out his real purpose of being there. Um, that's pretty much, you know, what it is. I, I will be honest. I am so behind. I just watched this movie for the first time today. Or not today, because this comes out on Thursday. So not today, but but the previous day. Um, 
I just outed myself for recording the day before these are supposed to come out. I'm so sorry. I don't always do this, but when I do, it's often. And I'm sorry, Momo. Um, but I want to I wanna start off by saying how much I love and appreciate Jordan Peele and the way his mind works and the way that he thinks and the way that he comes up with ideas and the way he involves comedy in his horror pieces and the the realities and and all of the truths that he puts into his movies um i know he's only worked on two like directed and written two major motion pictures but that being said i still can just you can see his style and how his work kind of just like oozes his style and who he is as a person and in and an artist, and they go hand in hand, and it's just really admirable, and, you know, he's a huge horror junkie, which is what I mentioned in episode two when I did Us, which I'm so sorry, I listened back to that episode to see if there was anything I could, you know, like, talk about in this episode, but geez, that one, (laughs) that episode is rough, guys, I'm sorry, um, but also, speaking on Us, I can understand now why everyone was disappointed when Us came out because Get Out is just amazing. Like, it's it's phenomenal, I will even say. Because I think that movie just, like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that good in a long time. Like, a movie that I've been like, wow, like, that was amazing. Like, there are movies, there are movies like that for me, like Black Swan, but, you know, it's just, it hits different. It's, it's very different because it's so real and it's so accurate and especially, I think, watching it now after seeing all of these, like, police brutalities and murders and, and this movement, like, finally really launching and things changing, like, this movie is, it's brilliant to watch, you know. I don't know. It's crazy. (laughs) You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, sorry. I just, I get so, like, passionate about something, and then I, and then I, like, stray off for two seconds, and I apologize, and then I'm like, okay, what do I do now? But, um, but yeah, the acting, the script, the technicalities, the cinematography, the direction itself, and it's just amazingly well done. It's, you know, I read something that was about, how the movie is 50% horror and 50% social commentary and I just fully agree with that statement and it's the way that he pulled that off and so beautifully like it it it, he really made a masterpiece it this movie was at like had a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes for like two three weeks after its release you know, it had, like, brilliant reviews after it was released and made so much money in the first, just opening week, like, 30 million in the first weekend of it being up, which is, you know, that's amazing. That's great. We love to see it. Um, and it's a, this movie is just, like, it's a beautiful visual of the realities that black people have to deal with, and I kind of wrote them out here on my notes because, I think, so coming from the family that I come from, I understand the hardships that my family has had to face. My aunt and my uncle 
not so much my mom, but also my father, my biological father's side, they are very Hispanic people. They look at very much my grandmother. They all are very Hispanic people and they've been treated differently because of it. And so to see how black people are also treated, I mean, they're treated in this, in America, they're treated horribly. And so like this movie and in and, and, and simple ways, too, because I think we have this backwards idea, especially white people have a backwards idea of making things better sometimes when, and you know, sometimes they really mean no harm by it, but they don't understand that what they're doing is still racist. Um, like, I mean, I've had things said to me in my lifetime that were like, oh, you know, you're really good at cleaning. <laughs> oh, you know, or things like that, or like just weird things like that. Like they don't understand why they're kind of weird. And so I think this movie does a beautiful job of like grabbing the simple things and just putting them on, amplifying them so that you understand that they're actually not appropriate to say. For example, he deals with Chris, the character Chris, he deals with a lot of ba backhanded compliments um, when he's there. Just like, you know, the weird thing about him being so fit and or bringing up Obama. I would have voted for Obama if he had a third term or the things about Tiger Woods and, you know, knowing Tiger Woods and whatnot. And, and you know, you find out at like at the end that it's because the reason why they're saying all these weird things to him is because they're like, you know, bidding on him and want to like take over his body and whatnot. But it's just, those are real things that people will say and do in real life and, and not see anything wrong with it. And so seeing it amplified on a scale where it's all white people, one black guy who it really makes you see how weird it is and how backwards all of that actually is and those things to say. To say, is it true what, what they say in bed or whatever about, you know, it, it, that's weird. That's a weird thing that you think that you're complimenting them on, but, but you can't see that that is uncomfortable. It's not a compliment. It's, it's uncomfortable. Um, this movie also does a great job of, like, visualizing or, you know, making visible the blatant racism and and how culturally white people will steal from black culture without wanting to acknowledge, like, the problems that black people face. So, or, or why it's a problem to, like, I don't, for example, box braids. That's a thing that I see on my timeline, like, every two months about bad baby having box braids or Kylie Jenner having box braids. And why is that not okay? She just wants to do braids. She just wants to do the braids, whatever. It's not about the braids. It's about the principle that if a black person were wearing those braids, it wouldn't be celebrated like Kylie Jenner wearing those braids. It's, I don't like how your hair looks like that. It's not professional for work. It's things like that. And it's not even, I mean, Another one is, like, when women who are not, who do not have afros all of a sudden make themselves have afros, and it's, like, that's funny. You guys think it's so cute when she does it, 
but how come when this black woman does it, she needs to comb her hair back and put it back? Otherwise, it's not professional. You know what I mean? It's that, and it, it, Jordan Peele does a beautiful job of just like, let me slip that in there too, you know? So, you guys, we're not dividing any, he's not dividing anybody. He's just wanting everyone to see what it is actually like and what, how uncomfortable it actually feels and et cetera, et cetera. That's what he's trying to do. And I think it's, you know, especially the cultural appropriation, like that, it's so like just in there, but it's hidden, but it's, it's great. Um, I love it. And then also the stereotypes that he puts in here the way that people are stereotyping Chris and, and black people and, like, I don't know, that's kind of a big part of this movie is, like, everybody wants these certain qualities from the black men that Rose's character is, or Rose is bringing back home, you know, and it's just interesting. It's, Jordan Peele is, God, he's a mastermind. He's amazing. And again, he does all of this in a way that is like, it's not, it's, I don't even know how to find the correct words for it, but he does it all in a way that is like subtle, but still poignant, if that makes any sense. I just really think he's a genius. It's kind of (laughs) amazing how how honestly fucking phenomenal this movie is like it god um that being said i also wanted to i really wanted to talk about some of the scenes that really fucked with me um and kind of just i don't know they really stayed with me even after watching the movie was um uh for example when the dad mentions how his dad almost got over it about losing his spot to to race or in Germany or whatever to run in Germany for the Olympics um and that's like such a subtle thing that yeah he almost got over it it's such a creepy and like weird thing and it's a very telling of what happens in this story and you know all of it but ugh, eek it's very creepy. Um, when the entire living room gets quiet as Chris goes upstairs, that was so goddamn creepy. Like, that was so uncomfortable just to watch as an audience member how perfect they all stop talking and are just looking upstairs. Like, it was just, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. But it was insane. Um, uh, the silent bid while Chris and Rose are on their walk, because I, I didn't realize, like, I don't know, I didn't realize, um, that it was the bid at first, like, I thought they were still playing fucking bingo, because I'm dumb, and then when it switched back, and I, like, saw the picture of him there, I was like, that is so disgusting, Like, it just is so creepy that it made me so uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know. It's just so evil that, like, it feels very, you know, it's like an ode to slavery and slave owners and stuff, and, and it's the modern day version of that, and I hated it, but, you know, it's, 
uncomfortable for a reason. It was really great for a horror movie because it is horrifying to watch. Um, also, when Rose is looking for the keys and the way that she's fake panicked and fake crying and then, you know, the minute that he's like freaking the fuck out and is like, Rose, the keys, the keys, the keys. And then she's like crying, fake crying, fake panic and then goes straight into the you know, I can't give you the keys right, babe. Like, oh, I hate that. I hate that so fucking much. Like, it was so, ah, so weird. And like, so much of those, it reminds me of those videos that are very much the videos that are like, of white women who are just lying on the phone with police because they know they can or they think they can. It's their right. It was that same energy, which I also have that note later on. Um, and I'll talk about it once I get to that little clip. But I also wanted to mention just the scene with the mom and Chris because the acting is just superb. Like, it's just beautiful. It's so, especially on Chris, uh, I can't think of the names of the actor. I know his last name is like Kulaya. Kulaya, something like that. He's just amazing. Like, oh, he's phenomenal. You can just see it all in his face, the trauma and, and the PTSD. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Um, I love when you see phenomenal acting it reminds you that you want to work harder and 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 do that it just it inspires me so much and it also makes me so excited to be able to like think about my future and being in a room where I get to meet him and be like you were amazing and get out like that's something I'm so excited for also sorry this is kind of out of order. I try to do things like in the order, the chronological order, but sometimes, sometimes my brain just don't work like that. And, and that's all I gotta say about it. But, um, the family video that starts to play in the basement, ugh, 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 hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. But one thing I love about the basement scene is the fact that, um, Chris starts, when he starts to have that, like, go into that trauma and that dark sunken place or whatever they call it, he, and he's, like, ripping up the chair and he pulls out cotton and he puts it into his ear. It's another symbolism. It's just, like, another symbol, another symbolism. It's another symbol that, like, Jordan was, like, sticking that right in there. Bing, bang, bong. And it's, it's so good. And it ends up helping him save himself, which is, you know, amazing. Um, another scene that, like, kills me is when Rose says, you were one of my favorites. Because that's another thing. That's, like, another simple one that Jordan threw in there of, like, subtle thing that black people face. It's like a, there's a fetishizing. Fetishizing? I don't know if I'm saying that word. But uh, fetish... <laughs> fetishizing I think that's how you say the word but also I'm probably wrong but anyway of black men that's a thing that white women do that I've seen oh my god time and time again 
in high school and in not even specifically my high school, but the high schools that I were like I was home zoned for and in Polk County, Florida, you can imagine that these white girls, you know, they they want these black boyfriends because they fetishize them and then but they don't acknowledge the privilege again or they want those are the same people that don't stand up for black lives matter because they're like yeah i date black men but that's all like you know what i mean and they just choose to not acknowledge that they are in a place of privilege it's it's crazy but it's you know it's again subtle but jordan was like let me nick that in there right there um and then the last thing that i wanted to talk about because uh, it's literally haunting the final scene when you know, the grandma is in the car. I think her, I can't remember her name, the actual character, but the one house helper that is actually the grandma, she, when she starts attacking Chris and they crash and then, you know, grandpa starts running after him and then think, god that he has his phone and uses his flash and it makes him it makes i think his name is walter makes walter kill his granddaughter with the the gun when he kills himself and it's just crazy and then all of this is crazy and then rose is goes for the gun and then chris goes for it and takes it away from her and he's standing or like you know crawled up over her hunched over her and you see goddamn red and blue lights and like the sireny whatever i have never ever screamed louder at a movie than in that moment like i screamed like holy fuck no because i was so sad and i was so enraged at like at that I was like no fucking way and then you see that it's Roger or whatever Rod the friend and it's like god fucking bless thank you Jordan for giving me a heart attack and also for like not ruining this movie for me absolutely because he knew exactly what he was doing he knew exactly what he was doing when he he put that there and he put it there deliberately and you know it was his twist because to cuz he knew that everyone understood the concept of who the roses family were and whatnot in the scenario but that ending cuz you think like at least he's going to get free at least the bare minimum of all the things that he's had to go through tonight he's going to be able to go home free and you see that and immediately you're like fuck because it's real life it's real life and the way that rose when she thinks it's the police is like help me it's that thing it's that thing of white women and like they are caught time and time and time again on video lying about what is happening to them and it's it's insane you know and that was in 2017 that he put that on there and it's this 
Misuse of privilege. Made me scream at my TV out loud. And with that, that is the end of this beautiful movie review. And I'm going to give it, on the spooky meter, a 5 out of 5. Because I think it was so amazingly well done. And I know that there are things that I, you know, I I was thinking of so much after I watched this movie. And I know that I'm, like, forgetting things that I want to talk about and, and further elaborate on. But I could honestly, I could go on for hours just to talk about how great this movie is because it is it's just a a work of art and it's it's just a reflection of real life um that being said thank you guys so much for listening uh please 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 do not forget that black lives matter and the movement and the protest it's not over it's not done it wasn't a trend keep pushing forward, keep progressing, keep signing petitions, keep spreading information, keep keep the energy up, keep going, and things are changing, and they're changing for the better of everyone, and they're making things equal, and they're making things fair, and it's absolutely what we need right now, so do your part in sharing information, and signing petitions, and doing what you can to be a great ally. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week. That was Fleet. 